Hello sacred souls and welcome to My Sacred Return, the podcast. I'm Liz and I created this space to help you connect with experiences that let you know you're understood. Whether you're struggling to juggle the weights of the world, feel like childhood wounds are still holding you back, or just want a peek into the life of someone doing the work, I'm pretty sure that I have something for you here. So let's talk. my sacred souls and welcome back to another episode of my sacred return the podcast if you're new here welcome I'm Liz and if you're returning thank you so much for being here again so today's episode I feel like we're back to regular scheduling talking about childhood dynamics and how we're affected and this episode is actually inspired by a post that I posted on Instagram I shared a reel and I was speaking about people who think it's okay for children to be hit because it happened to them and they are convinced that they're fine now and obviously you're not fine if you think it's okay to continue a cycle of abuse but I wanted to make this episode just to explain a little bit of the science and a little bit of the research into how being hit as a child can actually affect us. I feel like a lot of people are stuck on the physical effects And, you know, if there's no bruise and if there's no blood and if there's no broken bones, then people can deem it acceptable and think, oh, it's just a little hit. I had people in the comments, um, someone said something, they're doing the mental Olympics, which I loved. I loved that phrase. They're trying to excuse being hit for different reasons. So some people said being hit is not the same as being beaten and a whooping is not the same as a smack and all these different type of things and it's like it's not so much about how hard it is or if it leaves a mark there's so much more to it it's the threat of being hit it could be a pinch it could be a shove all of these things are abusive to children and really can damage them so that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode let's get into it let's start by getting the elephant out of the room What does it mean when I say hitting children, right? Is there a difference between a smack and a punch? I mean, physically, there may be. But when it comes to the effects that it has on a child, the damage that is done to the brain can exist regardless whether you slap them, punch them, shout at them and curse them, call them names, swear at them, pinch them, shove them... All of these things can cause damage to your child's developing brain. And so I want people to just think of that first because I know people like to try and find ways to make it okay, but any form of abuse, aggression, threats to a child, they're all abusive. And if you just start there with understanding that to start to unpack, you'll realise that there is obviously no way that hitting a child could be beneficial, whether it's a light tap or a really firm punch. Now, studies show that being hit as a child can reduce the grey matter volume in the prefrontal cortex of the brain by 19% compared to children who haven't been hit as a child. And this part of the brain deals with how you judge things, your logic, your reasoning and how you process information. This lowering in grey matter volume 
can be caused by any sort of stress to a child. So threatening to hit them, verbally abusing them, making them witness violence in the home, such as domestic violence, can also cause this brain damage. With damage to this part of the brain, it can make it really hard to reason with others thinking and feeling and also to correct your behaviour. It also can affect your intelligence and this brain damage also affects your hippocampus. So that's the part of the brain where your memories are stored and you learn new information and you learn to regulate your emotions. And so different parts of the brain can be affected, but these different parts of the brain also communicate with each other. And if they're not able to communicate with each other in healthy ways, you will not be able to communicate with others outside of yourself in healthy ways unless the damage that has been caused has been rectified. There have been many studies that have looked at the effects of being hit as a child on adults and these studies include people from all walks of life but a lot of the studies are also done on those who are well educated, deemed to be middle class as to not only look at those who outwardly people would assume that they've been affected right and it can cause substance abuse, mental health issues, emotional volatility and so we see that a lot of young people who have been incarcerated for different reasons, particularly there's some statistics that between the ages of 16 and 18, those who have been incarcerated, about 50% of them have experienced trauma damage to their brain and this can be caused by being hit as a child. Neuroimaging studies have shown that childhood maltreatment, so being hit, threatened to hit, etc., can affect how adults deal with stress later in life. And it can also make them more vulnerable for chronic illnesses such as diabetes, arthritis, memory loss, chronic fatigue, heart attacks, strokes, high blood pressure, cancer. And also, they're more at risk of passing on genetic dispositions to their children because their DNA is being altered as well as their brain and so this can pass on to their children so it's it's bigger than one person being harmed as a child by your parents or your caregivers it doesn't end at you even if you chose not to actively go and repeat that cycle you still have to definitely be very careful and cautious about how you raise your children and bring them into this world because the effects that were had on you can cause genetic illnesses or setbacks for children so it's very important that we do break this cycle now before we continue it further on If we look at my episode where I spoke about traumatic retention, I think it was the episode I was talking about domestic violence as well, but if you just remember in that episode, if you've listened to it, where I spoke about traumatic retention and how it can pass over into generations and then become culture, I see this a lot and just pay attention to why you think it's okay to hit children. If you are someone who thinks it's okay to hit children, where did that come from? initially where do you think that came from how long has it been in your family for generations have has anyone tried to break the cycle have you seen a difference like just pay attention to that but one of the things that's really important that I wanted to highlight was the fact that the brain damage that is caused by being hit as a child can damage the pathways that receive dopamine in the brain 
And so this can lead to the brain identifying the abuse as a reward. And I'm going to explain it in a little bit more detail, just in case you wanted to research it. But basically, the dopamine is created in the mid part of the brain. And the way that it is passed along the brain through different neurotransmitters goes through so many different pathways. But one of those pathways is called the mesolimbic pathway. And that's the pathway where the dopamine is received as rewarding or motivation. Now that moves through another nucleus pathway to the hippocampus. And that, as I mentioned earlier, is the part that stores memories, it's responsible for intelligence, emotional management, so many other things. And what happens when you're hit as a child and the brain is damaged where the receptors and the pathways around dopamine are impaired is that the brain damage then credits the abuse as a reward because it doesn't realise what is rewarding. It becomes accustomed to the abuse and tries to make reason for it. And so therefore the brain remembers this as something that may have taught us a lesson as we seem it's taught us a lesson or that after it happened now we're not in trouble anymore and then our brain wants us to continue to repeat this behavior because it feels like it's a rewarding behavior the rest of the brain works together to remind us of this and whenever we are in situations that bring us back to the energy and the emotions we felt when we were about to be hit or we were in trouble and our stress receptors were like on full alert is to repeat the rewarding behavior. But if that rewarding behavior is being hit, then not only are we gonna wanna repeat that with our own children or children around us when they do something that triggers us or reminds us of that part of childhood, but also it can make us susceptible to being victims in abusive relationships. So you will find that there are a lot of people who have been hit as children who end up in domestically violent relationships as adults because they think this is normal and then they can be convinced that this is because it's love because ultimately you were introduced to it as a form of love and love is not abusive and hitting is abusive no matter how you try to change it. I had someone in the comments say, this is what's wrong with your generation and I was thinking, how old do you think I am first of all? But more importantly than that, this is what's right with our generation. We're actually facing and unpacking what has happened to us so that we can make a change, a true change. I feel like this is a time where people really are breaking generational curses, not just saying it. I mean, a lot of us, right, can just say it, but there are people who are really doing the work and becoming skilled in these areas and doing the research and studying. So when I make these statements or these claims, anything that I'm saying about this, you can go right to a search engine, a library and a book, and you can find this information in more detail. Um, this is just summarised in a way that I think it would be able to reach more people to understand. However, the damage that is caused to the brain by being hit as a child can make it hard to process new information. So for those whose brains are not ready to receive the information, as sad as it is to see when people say it, I do understand because I understand that there is a part of your brain that has been reduced by what you went through. Maybe you do think you're fine and you really believe that you're fine because it can be so hard on the psyche to accept that what happened to you was really not fair. And the whole idea that people can be scared straight 
people can be scared straight, right? But what does it mean though to be straight in the end? A straight, well-rounded individual? I don't think that's an honest evaluation. I think when you become a well-rounded individual, that's a lot of choice, personal choice, and it takes a lot of hard work. And ultimately, it makes me sad to see that people who, despite going through what they went through, despite the damage that they could be living with in their brain, the PTSDs, the traumas, the impulsive behaviours, being slow to process information, despite that, they have still been able to live lives and create homes and careers and jobs. To give that credit to beatings, to give that credit to a hit, to give that credit to being cursed at as a child by your parents, I don't think the abuse deserves that credit. No, and I just don't think it doesn't deserve that credit. If we have gone through any kind of traumas and got to the other side, we have did that despite what happened, not because of what happened. And that's important for a lot of people to understand because there are still so many who aren't aware of that and will happily continue the cycle because they think that's what shapes you and it isn't what shapes you, it's what breaks you. It literally damages your brain. So I would just encourage anyone who still has that mindset to start to really look into the research to understand this understand what's happening I had someone say to me in the comments oh someone's trying to raise school shooters as a black person you should be scared about like what could happen if your children go out into the the world and yeah as a black woman I am scared about what could happen when my children go out into the world I'm scared that I could raise them in a way where they think it's acceptable to go and put their hands on other people's children. All I can control is how I raise my children. Teaching them that it's okay for me to put my hands on them. That I want them to have discipline so much that I will lose my self-discipline to inflict pain on them. Is going to send them out into the world to not only possibly go out and hurt other children. But also accept being hit by other people. That is what I'm scared of. I can't control everything else that happens. All we can do is control what we can contribute to. So what I can contribute to for my children will be to protect them and show them what it's like to be protected so that when they are out in the world, they can sense danger. When they are out in the world and they see someone who needs protection, that they can offer protection rather than harm. That's what I hope for. And school shooters... Most of them grew up neglected. All of these things, they start in the home, they start in childhood, they start at a foundation and if we just make sure that we really pay attention to the foundations that we're bringing children into the world into and continuously put our energy into making sure those foundations are more solid and rooted in love, not abuse, then our children will have a better chance. I can't control if I send my children out into the world And there is some racist police officer who wants to kill my child for no reason other than the fact that they're black. I can't control that. I cannot beat or hit or pinch or shove or curse my child into being safe from something like that. We've seen it enough times in this world. Realistically, because I think a lot of people skip that point. Realistically, a lot of innocent people are victimised for no other reason but someone's prejudice so I'm not gonna hit my children so that they walk around this world traumatized with brain damage 
just because potentially something bad can happen outside. I'm going to really work with them on the inside and I hope others break the cycle and do the same. Even if you didn't know any better before today, just open your mind up to trying something different. You may not be the one to completely end it. You may have already done some of the damage, that's to being honest, you may have, but it's never too late to change the lesson that you're teaching and bring love into the equation. So I hope this episode made it quite clear that hitting your children in any way can cause them brain damage. And a lot of people who think that it's okay are exhibiting what happens when you are here as children and your brain processes that as love and as correction and as something healthy. It impairs you and it continues to bleed into other generations that don't deserve to hold that trauma. So research, research, research. Never take anything that anyone says just as factual. If it doesn't sit straight into your spirit and you can't digest it, research. This is not harmful, you know. This is a better way to protect children. And if you have children and you've brought them into the world, I would hope you brought them into the world with love, with the intention for the best. And a lot of people I know who hit their children for discipline, I know it doesn't all come from a malicious place. I know people think, genuinely believe that that's the only way to protect them from what could happen outside, but they need to be safe at home first. So take this with love, I hope, and I'll be back next week with another episode. I love you all. Thank you for sticking with me through this episode. I hope I simplified it as simple as it can be. And I'll be back next time. Thank you for joining me for an episode of My Sacred Return, the podcast. I hope this space made you feel comfortable and that you'll return next week. If you feel called to, please subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend. You can keep up with me on Instagram at My Sacred Return and the rest of my social media links will be in the description box. See you next time, Sacred Souls.